Ephesians 2 and 10, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which he predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Luke 22, 41-46 of the Complete Word Study Bible reads, And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as it were great drops of blood, falling down to the ground, and when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. This is the Avinu.info podcast brought to you by the Avinu.info blog author and senior pastors of Living Church Ministries International, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe. Today's topic, Jesus warns of the devil's best tactics. Ephesians 2, 7 through 10 of the Message Bible. Now God has us where he wants us, with all the time in this world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does. The good work he has gotten ready for us to do, work we had better be doing. Jude 1, 3-4 of the NLT. Dear friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Let's talk about Satan's tactics. Satan uses a play on words. He works against the children of Adonai by capturing our thoughts in the process of evaluating something we really want to continue doing and still be good with God simultaneously, shares our blog author. When Bible instructors tell the church that we can't do works to save ourselves, that clause misrepresents the integrity of the scripture in Ephesians chapter 2, when it has been disconnected from verse 10, where the Bible tells us that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. To complete the thinking of this phrase, there is support found in Ephesians chapter 5, 3 through 6 of the NLT. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. 
You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. The books of 1st and 2nd Kings, along with the books of 1st and 2nd Chronicles, are the narratives of the kings of both northern and southern ruled tribes of God. For instance, the Amplified Bible's commentary of the book of 2nd Chronicles sums up the life of the king's achievements and evaluates their faithfulness to God, or if they listened to their prophets. From the beginning of 1 Kings to the conclusion of 2 Chronicles, the clashing of the kingdom of Adonai against the kingdom of Satan is the main subject until the end of the book of Revelation. The introduction of the Amplified Bible Commentary reads, 2 Chronicles continues the history of the Davidic line with the reign of Solomon, emphasizing the building of the temple, chapters 1 through 9. The remainder of the book traces the history of the southern kingdom of Judah from the reign of Rehoboam to the final destruction of Jerusalem and the exile of the people to Babylon. This book, like the first, reflects God's role in the history of his people and the interaction of their spiritual life with their political life. The kings are all evaluated according to their faithfulness to God. The reigns of evil kings are quickly summarized while the reigns of good kings are described more fully. There is no information available to identify the author of Chronicles by name. Talmudic tradition credits Ezra. The similarity in writing and emphasis of Chronicles and Ezra lends credence to this tradition. Over and over, the kings were rated by their humility toward God's prophets, and as a response to God's word, if they felt liable for the destruction of heathen temples and pagan relics. Unfortunately, some kings set up relics to demigods and touched the occult while worshiping the doctrine of devils. Some forgot it was about taking sides in spiritual warfare. So all will be judged by the Lamb of God, even those who participated in the worship of idols and doctrines of the devil. Revelation 21 and 7 through 8 of the Amplified reads, He who is victorious shall inherit all these things, and I will be God to him, and he shall be my son. But as for the cowards, and the ignoble, and the contemptible, and the cravenly lacking in courage, and the cowardly submissive, and as for the unbelieving and faithless, and as for the depraved and defiled with abominations, and as for murderers, and the lewd, and adulterers, and the practicers of magic arts, and the idolaters, those who give supreme devotion to anyone or anything other than God, and all liars, those who knowingly convey untruth by word or deed, all of these shall have their part in the lake that blazes with fire and brimstone. This is the second death. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Avenu.info blog podcast. Special thanks to our authors, Bishop Demetrix and Pastor Pauline Roscoe, and to our editor, Val Gunter. We ask you to help us with a gift of any size. Many lives are being changed worldwide by this ministry. Contributions can be mailed to 401 Omega Street South, Birmingham, Alabama 35205, or visit avenu.info and click on the donate button to make a secure payment with your debit card, credit card, or PayPal account. Thank you in advance for your giving. Always walk blessed in the strong name of Jesus. To contact Bishop Roscoe by phone, please call 205-323-3733, 205-323-3733.